Convention announcements and comic books, and you know, just everything that goes on in the Morphin Grid. I am mm-hmm. one of your hosts, Joel, and with me is Kevin. Yay! And we're here to talk about some of the happenings that have gone on this past week. But before mm-hmm. we get started, as always, um, we like to encourage our listeners to find a way that you can be a hero out in the world. Um, there is, you know, as always, nonstop things going on that really need attention need support need backing um you know we've highlighted multiple times throughout the year uh black lives matter if you find a way that you can help that organization or you know help with the kind of fight against police brutality and other injustices against black people in america or worldwide find a way that you can help whether that's donating time money you know watching streams or even just beginning to educate yourself so that you can better understand what's going on Um, And we also include things like, you know, the violence that has been happening against, you know, the Asian American Pacific Islander community in the U.S. and the world at large. You know, again, find a way that you can help out. Find a way that you can be a hero in your own right. Mm -hmm. You know, do what you can to make this world a better place. Right. Uh, And with that said, we'll kind of move on to the first topic, which there were a ton of announcements and reveals this week for toys um, Mm -hmm. with Power Rangers. Um, Yeah. One that was kind of uh, not expected. <laughs> it was One. a little bit of a surprise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, we'll kind of, I'll kind of lightening these off and we can maybe talk about two of them and talk about the third, like after. But uh, so Mesco Toys revealed they, uh, as part of their 112 collection, that they will be having a full Mighty Morphin team set. Mm-hmm. Um, Super 7 as well teased their Ultimates uh, line collection figure for Rita, and mm-hmm. we actually got packaging and pictures for the Ultimates Pink Ranger figure that will be coming out soon. Mm-hmm. And then Hasbro, through the Power Rangers account, revealed the 7-inch Megazord figure collection, which will include in its first wave the Mighty Morphin Dino Megazord, mm-hmm. the Mighty Morphin Thunder Megazord, the Ninja Storm Ninja Con Zord, and the Lost Galaxy Galaxy Megazord. Mm-hmm. That is a wide swath of figures and other things that are going on. Um, I guess we can kind of like, is there, is there which one stands out to you in this whole thing? I'm curious. Kevin. Yeah. I mean, I I think it's an interesting approach to things. We know we know that Super Seven they're gradually putting out their Ultimates line, so it's not surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, since we've already seen like the Ultimates Yellow Ranger figure um, revealed, we know now that kind of what we can expect is pretty much a higher articulation action figure with not only the head of the original Power Ranger that was on the show, but also the updated one. So, for example, with Pink Ranger, we've got a Catherine and a Kimberly head um, and some cute accessories like the Catherine and her cat form, which is that's going to be make two times now this year we have a cat Catherine figure released, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Um I mean, the Super 7 line, I'm not really collecting. It's not really my gig. It's not really my thing. Um, yeah. I think for I the one... Oh, go ahead. I won't lie, though. Looking at, like, the thing that I think I like about the Ultimates line 
And it's not even the head sculpts, which are like a bunch of people have already done the whole like, oh, it's better than the lightning collection, yada, yada, yada. It's at like it's a 60, 50 to $60 figure. Of course, it's going to be a little mm-hmm. bit better. Uh, but I don't think they look that much better, if we're going to be honest, from what we've seen. Um, the thing I like about the Ultimates line is they come with, like, random accessories. So, you yeah. know, Power Blaster, you know, Dagger Form as well, comes with their power weapon. But then, like, so, you know, the Yellow Ranger came with, like, the, like, uh, the herb or whatever they use to fight Pudgy Pig. And then, like, the mm-hmm. Pink Ranger figure comes with, like, the random ribbon that she uses in the one episode. Um, yeah. It's the, the little accessories like that that I think are cool. So I do think, like, while I will not collect the full line, like, when the Blue Ranger comes out, depending on what he comes with, and even the yeah. Black Ranger when he comes out, like, depending on what they come with, I might be tempted to get a figure from this line. But yeah, yeah overall, agree. Not really collecting it. If it's for you and you're not collecting Lightning Collection and you really like Mighty Morphin, there, there you go. There's a, yeah. a, a, a collection for you. Um, yeah. But you were saying... Oh no, you're good. Yeah, um, I think the one twelve figures. I mean, they're they're great with what you want. I think the one thing I've noticed with the one twelve and the HK zero t- figures is just the fabric suits. Like, yeah, I, the HK zero figures I think are the ones that if you want to get something like that, that in this style, that's yeah. the one you want. These look a bit off to me. I'm not sure why. The helmets are weird. But I, yeah, it's, it's 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 like sizing, and then it's also like sometimes, especially with like the Mighty Morphin helmets, but even with some of the other series. Like, if you just position things slightly off, it looks weird. So, like, some of the way the helmets are shaped are just bizarre. Like, I noticed the Blue Ranger is the one of the ones that I'm just like, this looks off. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I don't I don't get why this is being made when the HK figures exist. Because it feels like, not double dipping, but it feels like two people coming at the same problem. <laughs> it's like, why do we need two of these? Like, we already mm-hmm. got it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't put it on here, but we have seen, like, pictures of people who've gotten their HK figures on hand. Oh, yeah. And they are very nice. Mm-hmm. I will not be shelling out $100 for them, but they're very nice. And if you're yeah. into that, like, hot toys kind of style figure, mm-hmm. they, these are perfect. Like, they, they look yeah. great. Uh, but, yeah, I just... It, this was this was weird. When you sent me the pictures of them, I thought it was just the hot the HK figures uh pose mm-hmm. but no that i was like oh they're a different thing cool yeah. are they the same size as well i think the 112 collection is more designed to be like 112 the size like a life-size ranger while that I, I think i don't know for sure um i probably should be researching this more um well, <laughs> well I think they the didn't HK say in the tweet yeah they didn't they didn't put it in the tweet that they when they revealed them so i was like i don't know what the difference it looks like the same thing mm-hmm. i don't know Regardless, it, it probably more expensive than it's worth, and, and but I mean, if you're if you're into collecting Mighty Morphin and you want to collect every single thing, these exist. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I think the thing that's m- was most interesting is these Megazord figures. Yeah, um, that was definitely for me the highlight of the week for the toy reveals. Uh, it's so they're interesting because they're like. Uh, supposedly so they're in scale with like the monster figures which is bigger than i would have thought they were Mm -hmm. is what i've my understanding is like but they come in packaging what what i think is cute is all four of these come in packaging of vhs cases Mm -hmm. so they look like a like they slide out like a vhs Mm -hmm. those of us that know what a vhs is (laughs) um and then they are like the case that the toy will come in it's very cool um very cute 
the curious thing is, so obviously, Dino Megazord, Thunder Megazord, kind of makes sense. Those mm-hmm. are going to be the first one. Lost Galaxy is a choice to represent here, but Lost Galaxy really? Megazord, I, I think of all the Megazords, there are better ones, but like, I, I'm I'm hmm. surprised they didn't go full Dino. You do like Mighty Morphin, Dino Thunder, or Dino Fury, or Dino Charge, because those mm-hmm. are all kind of current. But then Ninja Storm has representation here with a Megazord that was never in the show, but was a toy exclusive that the Disney Store did, which uh... is a repaint of <laughs> <laughs> Ninjor. Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. It, it's it's it is I okay. When I first saw it, I was like, oh no. They've messed up and they've just created something and they're like fandoms gonna lose their mind. But then I was like, I'm curious, types in NinjaCon into Google search and sees the picture of the figure and I'm like, Oh, they just pulled a deep cut. Like they pulled yep. something that was so deep yep. that was not even in the show and it's just like Yeah. I <laughs> it's I I'm gonna be honest. I, I love it. And it is it's this, ama- it is amazing. Like it's beautiful and a very it is. <laughs> it, well, and the thing is, like, Hasbro knows what they're doing with the nostalgia. Because I guarantee you there are kids that got the NinjaCon figure as a kid and now they're adults mm-hmm. and collecting things. I mean these are made for kids still, but you got that for one. Two, they've already got Ninjor's mold made. They literally just had to like change a couple of things up. So it's yeah. smart because now they're gonna re release the figure and it it makes sense. And it really is just, it cracks me up because that means the first official Hasbro Ninja Storm merchandise is a recreation of a Disney Store exclusive. And it just, to me, it just screams trolling at so many levels in certain ways. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I would have loved to have been in that room (laughs) when they decided which figures to do for this first wave. I really do. Because it just, I died. When I saw it, I died laughing because I knew exactly what they did. And I, I knew how deep of a cut that was. And I just, I love it. I, I love it. I'm tempted to buy them myself just for the laugh factor. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and I mean, like, overall, they're not bad figures. Uh, they're kind of, they're definitely, I think, of the ones we've gotten, the, like, cheapest looking, if I'm being blunt. They kind of look like Happy Meal toy figures, except slightly bigger. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of the vibe I get from them. But, I, like, I, I think if you're handing these to, like, a kid, they're perfect. Like, yeah. you just want to get a kid a Megazord toy, this is the way to go about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, overall, I it's a cool a cool way to go about this. I'll be curious if they continue it. Um, it does tickle me, too, though, that, like, you do the VH ca- VHS cases for all these, but Ninja Storm definitely would have come when VHS was not as popular. <laughs> What's a VHS? Exactly. Uh, I'm young. I'm, I'm so young. No, uh, because no, because they were still doing VHS tapes up through. I want to say almost S- SPD might have had some, maybe like they might have had one. Yeah, I know. Di- I know Dino Thunder did because I remember seeing VHS tapes for Dino Thunder and Ninja Storm. So it it still fits. Um, but yeah, but no, it, I definitely yeah. It's just funny for a show that is not just like like crosses generations of kids, but also like crosses generations of technology. But like. They've mm-hmm. decided this, and if they carry it through, it's going to be like, well, this season didn't really happen when there were VHSs. But 
it's a cute it's a cute aesthetic i think i really like it i think the packaging for all of them is very good too mm-hmm. um because on each of the boxes it has like obviously the the megazord is predominantly featured it has the logo for the season um but in the art there is like shadows and then you have like the villain for each season is represented mm-hmm. on the box which i yep. think is a very cool thing to do as well yeah um, well and the first monster they fought yeah oh that's there too yeah in the shadow like in the background because the dino megazord has goldar the thunder megazord has perantis head and the uh, lost galaxy megazord has gasser nice that is Mm -hmm. a nice detail i didn't notice either so that see okay that kind of like sells me a little more even on that that's like really well detailed like that it is i i I don't like you know have your issues with what you will but like you also can't be mad at them because not all four of them were Mighty Morphin and they could have easily done that. Um, um, Three-fourths of them were Mighty Morphin. Uh, Ninja Con's Mighty Morphin. That's Ninjor. Whatever. It has a it has a Ninja Sword logo on it. No kid's gonna I know. Ha- I hate myself. <laughs> hmm? Why? I was like, oh, it's Mighty Morphin. I hate myself. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. It's no. fine. Again, if you're into this, buy it. But like you know, yeah. if you don't don't get it, like yeah, like we say all the time, I I, I don't know that I will pick any of these up. Um, mm-hmm. I have not shown my husband the Thunder Megazord, so he does not know that it exists. So I may show him that and be like, "Would you be interested in this?" Brb, um, I've got to send a message on Discord. Okay, because do not do that. Do not be tempting him. Well, not that he needs any help, uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's yeah. very. It's very, it's cool. I will be curious if they do more of them, like what mm-hmm. the next wave would be. Because um, I would actually, one I would think would look kind of cool in this style would be like the Jungle Fury Megazord. Mm-hmm. Because it's like person shaped. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. a very like slim Megazord. Um, I'd yeah. be curious to see what like other ones, like I know if they do like a Ninja or Shogun Megazord, you're going to be like. Honestly, <laughs> I'm, I'm tempted by these. I... The reason why is when I was a kid, we never, my parents never really invested in the Zord, in the Zord side of things. I think the only yeah. Zords I had was like Falcon Zord and the Delta Mega Zord, and that was it. Like I never got the full size Zords, which I always wanted them, and I got like the intermediate size Zords, which were like they didn't transform; they were just giant action figures. And then I also would yeah. get the action figures of the Zords. So, um, nice. so yeah, for me, it's really nice. Like I, I think the Galaxy Mega Zord, I'm actually really tempted by. It looks really nice to me, and I think I would want that um so we'll see uh apparently the dino megazord is already sold out on walmart because it's a walmart exclusive so oh yeah yeah and 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 they say people don't buy a dino megazord i I, yeah i we know we know every time every time someone's like oh this is it so it like sounds like hotcakes it's like okay sure (laughs) and you know and you know what i love i made a freaking tiktok that was dumb as shit the night before these got revealed that was about power ranger fans hating everything they ha- they that the that they put out and they, these got put out and i looked at the replies in the tw- in the official tweet like minutes after reveal and guess what it was all the complaints that i was making fun of in the video yeah and just like I just, again it, the universe likes to vindicate me sometimes yeah oh i mean it's at this point you know it's a constant like we're always gonna see that and that's fine i'm excited you're excited if we see these out we might get them i'd be curious to get them in hand and see what they look like and kind of how they move and how they work uh but yeah i I, like i said i like what excites me is kind of what more they could do with it and if they continue this line going forward 
Because mm-hmm. yeah. it's just a, it's another like it's a nice like branch out for Hasbro that isn't Lightning Collection is. that isn't Dino Fury that isn't like a role play yeah. item. It's just an interesting way to go about doing this, and it yeah. also beats having to do a build a figure for like like Bandai did. Because mm-hmm. um, while those were fine, a little brittle, but fine. <laughs> a little. I mean, I broke my husband's Zoom Megazord, and he still has not forgiven me for that. <laughs> wow. Uh, but yeah, it just again, you know, it's exciting to see new things come out in different ways, and kind of like what Hasbro is doing with the license. So it's fun to see what these different toy lines come with. Um, but that being said, we can move on to the next topic, which is again Hasbro. Uh, Hasbro <laughs> has announced for ha- Hasbro PulseCon will be happening on October twenty second and twenty third. Yeah, uh, we've got no more details than this. I mean, we know like months ago they teased that Pudgy Pig would be the Ranger exclusive figure or one of them at least. Um, but I'm sure at this they will have a panel for Power Rangers that will reveal more about you know Lightning Collection figures, more about Dino Fury. We'll probably get more teases for Dino Fury toys. Um, I'm sure it'll be great. It was fun last year when they did this. I'm excited to see what they do and when this all rolls out. So you know, look forward to this later this month. Mm-hmm. Uh, any thoughts on that kind of is kind of a simple <laughs> i mean it's coming we don't know what's going to happen i'm sure there's going to be even more freaking product reveals and oh yeah. my god like i actually kind of hope that we don't get any lightning collection reveals i would like to see some new stuff branching out but i'm pretty sure this will be the moment they reveal the first lightning megazords yeah i, I could see that or i could see even more role-playing items because we we know those are out there <laughs> yeah yeah we know certain things are coming so i wouldn't be surprised if maybe they get an official reveal there um i do like maybe we'll get like a hint of what like dino fury season two might be or that this might be where they fully reveal that like it'll be exclusively on netflix Mm -hmm. um and then i'll be curious like you know i'm i'm sure there's something we're not thinking of that they're gonna cover and it'll just be really exciting like again if you didn't participate in Hasbro PulseCon last year, it was really fun online. It was, you know, there was like this like excitement to the whole panel, um, and they did all different events for their different product lines. So, you know, if you're interested in more than just Power Rangers that Hasbro has, like Transformers, GI Joe, Star Wars, Marvel, uh, there will be something for you there. Uh, so, definitely, highly recommend checking this out. And I'm sure Twitter will be ablaze with whatever they reveal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. But, kind of wrapping that up, we'll move on into Mighty Morphin number 12. Uh, This past week, we've got a new issue of the series. This issue is written by Ryan Parrott, illustrated by Marco Renna, colored by Walter Biamonte, with color assistance by Sarah Antonellini, Mm -hmm. and Katia Rinaldi, and lettered by, of course, Ed Dukeshire. And this, uh, it continues the setup of of leading up to the uh eltarian war a lot mm-hmm. of pieces are put in place uh character motivations are revealed uh it is a fascinating issue um, is. what did you think kevin <laughs> yeah i i think this this was very much um a transition issue like and i said in the four arc storytelling that you get in comics like four issue arcs um this is definitely mm-hmm. the arc that's like the big to be continued moment for power rangers um Mm -hmm. we got a lot of reveals here we're reeling from the aftermath of zofram's reveal to be zordon uh or not zordon sorry (laughs) 
Zofram's reveal to be Lord Zed, and they pretty much spell it out even more so, like, in case people were trying to be like, oh, it's a misdirect, but no, 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 it's... Yeah. Z- Zordon finally learns the truth. And, my god, that was, like, there was just a lot of really good character beats, and there were so many of them, which is what's really nice, because we had Aisha and Grace Sterling interact, we had Tommy and Matt, we had Zed and Zordon, um... Zartus and Zordon, Billy and Zordon, um, but it definitely feels like, and this is of course finishing year one of Mighty Morphin, um, where a lot of the story arcs and story beats revolved around Zordon finding his place of who he is, and I really loved in that issue. There's um, and spoilers for if you by now if you haven't figured it out, um, but the issue of course ending with Zordon and Zartus confronting each other, and him being like and zardus being like i need zordon of eltar that's who i need and zordon's just like i'm zordon of earth and it was a really good moment because this issue finally let zordon see holy crap i messed up yeah zordon's been on kind of a high and mighty wave over the last year and Mm -hmm. now he's kind of realizing that he's messed up and i think that's what's going to be interesting. Um, but there's a lot of really good tense moments in this too. I really loved when Zordon and Billy interacted and Billy's trying to get to apologize to Zordon. But then Zordon knows what's going on and he's like, and then he just is like, Billy, I need you to hide. Yeah. And like, and of course, um, we'll talk about that last moment of the issue here in a second. But uh, what did you think? I, you know, I don't necessarily think that this is like a tra- transition issue what i think of this is is mm-hmm. a continuation of what he's done in this last arc and mm-hmm. by he i mean ryan and crafting like again we, we've talked about this before with ryan specifically he is great with character moments mm-hmm. building not only like uh, motivations for each characters but like in spelling out where they're coming from when they have discussions but mm-hmm. also like finding ways to put them in different interactions and i think this issue really continues it i think it is it speaks to not only Ryan's strength, but the strength of the comic book overall of what it's able to do with these characters of fully fleshing them out and giving us like, if you break down kind of what's going on right now, there's like seven different sides to everything. Ryan mm-hmm. is juggling like 20 different characters. Um, and, and he's doing like fascinating and crazy things. I think this issue is just really well done. Um, I read it in a hurry uh, but I, I, I loved every kind of, you, you, know, you know, you highlighted a bunch of them, but just like, you know, that moment with Zed and Zordon confronting each other and Zed, like, really laying out kind of his whole philosophy of like, well, I was waiting for you to wake up and see what's going on, Zordon. Like, I, I assumed mm-hmm. when you lost your body that that was going to be the big wake up moment. But no, you went on being the same naive self that you've always been. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just it's very good and like it, you know zordon tries to appeal yeah. to zed and it's 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 if you've ever been disappointed with like power rangers not having like character like you need mm-hmm. to come to these comic books you yeah. need to be reading these like i think you know it, ryan does such a great job of infusing so much passion mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm it's just it's so good it, it, yeah I, I i can't speak highly enough and um you know we've been building to this confrontation with like billy and zordon for like 12 issues which is kind of Mm -hmm. insane when you Mm -hmm. think about it 
literally since the end of the last series, Billy has, you know, held on to the secret of the fact that he helped with the Green Ranger. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we got kind of the payoff when it was revealed, but now we're finally getting to the point where Billy is confronting, you know, Zordon and having a moment. Um, I just, I, I, and that's not even, we didn't even mention the flashback, which is like, I think in this issue really kind of solidifies the like, kind of path we're supposed to be seeing mirrored. And you pointed it out of like, you know, Zordon and, you know, finding his place as like, you know, Earth is where I'm home now. Altar is mm-hmm. not it. You know, in the past, we're seeing him step up as like supreme leader kind of role. You know, it, it, it's so good. And I think, you know, we can really see what Ryan is crafting with this. And I, I think it, mm-hmm. I can't speak highly enough of it. No, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, for uh, sure. It, and he do, he does a really good job at making, like, really tense moments. Like, mm-hmm. for it to be something that you have to rely on your writing and your art and your lettering and coloring, like, it's... I feel like comic books always have trouble sometimes, like, building tense moments sometimes. But when you have, yeah. a, when you have a team that comes together and makes all of this possible... It can it can work just as well as sitting in front of a TV watching it and having like that tense like music like I, I kind of sometimes when I read the comics I read them with the characters' voices in my head and with the kind of some music in my head too similar to like the Power Rangers season one two and three music yeah and it was definitely one of those moments when like as I was reading it and we got to the point where Zordon was like Billy hide it like was kind of like a record scratch moment where there was like no sound and then like it just kudos to the entire team because they helped create what i'm thinking is going to be one of the most iconic scenes from the comic book series which is zordon and zartus interacting and their their initial confrontation which leads to our big reveal at the end and i think i'm interested to see how you felt about this um is zartus shattering zordon's tube so what i'm impressed with in this scene Mm -hmm. is this is not the first time we've seen this right you know, and th- not even in the comic books is this the first time we've seen this. Because right. now, between, you know, like, Andrea shattering it, it in space, you know, mm-hmm. we saw in Draken's universe, he shattered Zordon's tube there, too. This mm-hmm. is not a new... I mean, when the Black Dragon first appears, you know, yeah. he literally puts her throne <laughs> on the shattered remains of mm-hmm. Zordon's tube. Like, this is, you know, not a new threat, but I think what... What really makes this moment, this time, impactful is mm-hmm. not only who is doing it, but it's that moment of Zordon. I think more so, it's not a moment of surprise. It's Zordon knowing what's about to happen. Yeah, he knows it's coming. And that's and why he, he told Billy to hide. Yeah, and, and not even just to Billy to hide. It is is why he says what he says to Zardis, because he knows he might not get to say it again. Mm-hmm. So he makes his stand and you know takes the fall um and gets shattered (laughs) um and so i think you know you mentioned it hit you really hard you know what was kind of your thoughts on that moment i mean i also kind of forgot that the two has been shattered so many times in the comics yeah Um, it's happened quite a few times at this point (laughs) like I, i had a feeling that would be the route he would go and given the comic previews and solicits we we now know why the things that are being shown are being shown um yeah and it's just it's still a very it's still very shocking because with the command center itself it's always been pictured as a bastion of light and hope and like it's so hard to impenetrate that it's only been a few times when villains have actually gotten in Mm. um so seeing seeing this happen like 
you really feel for Zordon too, because in that moment he had to make his choice and he, he chose earth. He chose the home that he made, not the home that he had. And I think it definitely speaks to his development over the past year. I think in terms of the comic books, Zordon has been a character that's always kind of missed out. Mm-hmm. You know, he got taken off the board very early in Mighty Morphin mm-hmm. Power Rangers and you know shattered grid he was around and he had some good moments but like it was still very much that stoic zordon we've always known yeah and even like in the end game from necessary evil through the end of mighty Morphin power rangers 55 there still was some good stuff for him but like i don't think ryan really got the chance to really develop him further and further until this year yeah and And just I think you can see kind of just how that's paying off. <laughs> yeah, the payoff is really moment. good. Yeah, and you, this I really do think this is the year of the Z with Zordon and Zed getting development and reveals that we've never seen before. Um, and, you know, for those people that maybe are upset with the canon and like, oh my gosh, it doesn't count. Like, it doesn't matter where you put this in your head, canon, where you do this. Like, it's still really good writing and really good reading that gives dimensions to characters that... To, be honest we're always very two-dimensional mm-hmm. like i would think out of the mighty morphin cast zed and zordon were probably the two most static characters in the entire series yeah zed was the menacing I... growling bad guy well so and... that that's interesting yeah he, he is he is that but he also gets kind of warped into like the like wacky husband right character. But, and still even when rita shows up yeah yeah um but zordon i think zordon is probably the one character that ne- i don't want to say he ever truly got character development in mighty morphin yeah Power well, he, he's a plot device more than anything else you know yeah he gives you the new thing when you need it gives you advice when you need it he doesn't mm-hmm. change so i think it's really fun for ryan to get to kind of play with this not only give the character's backstory but also getting to play with how he interacts with the rangers in the moment mm-hmm. um because there's, you know, a great moment that you sent me a panel of that we've not really touched on is yeah. early on in the issue when Zordon is kind of doling out what they need to do. Kimberly stands up to him and is like, oh, so if we yeah. disagree, are we going to get kicked out like Billy did or, you know, chase off like Jason, Trini and Zach did, you know, or alienated like Grace. Yeah, there, there's a lot of like Zordon's mistakes are coming to bear and he's having to not only acknowledge them but you know find a way to correct them or find a path forward that works and i and i think this is a very like 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 you said it's doing it's putting so much meat on a bone that like had so little before yeah um well you know be mad about canon if you want but i think i i will trade canon for good character yeah and it's give it's a really good way for the show for the characters that we've known and loved for years to have new opportunities and ways to be on the show. But yeah, exactly. I think I think Kimberly and Aisha were my MVPs of this issue because Kimberly, Aisha also got a really fun moment where she got to interact with Grace Sterling in detail for the first time. And yeah. she pretty much comes to Grace with Tommy and Rocky, of course, and she she's like, We need your help. And uh Aisha Aisha's actually the one that was like Zordon Grace is going to help us and she's she calls Grace out and she's like you're not stupid enough to let the world burn just because you are spiting a giant blue bald guy and she she calls her on it and is like unless you want to prove me wrong and Aisha yeah. this is a like 16 17 year old girl 
And holy crap, like, Aisha's been probably one of these, like, since Ryan's brought her into the series, Aisha, I think, has been one of the highlights that I think he loves to write the most because she, she's being, and she was this way on the show, too. She was very assertive. She was very sure of herself. But, like, seeing her get to flex that a little bit more as a character is just a lot of fun. And I, I loved it. I loved that moment. Yeah. What's funny, what I love about Aisha's characterization, how Ryan writes her, it's actually mm-hmm. based off Karen exactly like his his interactions with karen ashley as yeah. he's like if you've ever met karen like apparently she's very like you know no we're gonna do this we're gonna do you know she she asserts what's gonna happen takes yeah. like kind of a leadership role so i do like that that's kind of bled into aisha and kind yeah. of shaped how her character is that she is kind of yeah. <laughs> you know if you put her out there she's gonna be the leader um, yeah I, I aisha really like that. <laughs> aisha is karen like that's really yeah. who it is <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, 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 which is like i think a great way to kind of like again flesh her out as well because i think again you know another character that i think could use like some more like to them and i think he's doing really great with that i also really enjoyed the matt and tommy confrontation mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. i think a lesser writer would have made it about kimberly yep and we thought it would be that and it's it's not it is it is fully you know Tommy's coming at it from a perspective of like, hey, just want you to know that you're probably being manipulated. I was the same way. And Matt kind of pushing back on that and being like, I'm not you. You don't know what's going on kind of thing. Right. And, and I think it's a very – it's two characters coming at this and both thinking they're right in a very interesting way. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's also too like Matt calling him out and being like – you you see you see me and you're guilty like you feel guilt over what you did which at this point in tommy's timeline in the original series is still very much there because he's always had he carried that guilt with him up through season three when he finally realized that he was a good person so i definitely think that when he sees especially which i think makes more sense why he hates draken so much is because he sees what he could have become and so seeing the green ranger back like I'm sure that in Tommy's mind, when he got the White Ranger powers, the Green Ranger powers were gone. Like that chapter of his life was closed, but now he's having to see it and the Dragon Sword once again, and it's like, oh. Well, it's also in seeing him and seeing Matt do what he could never do in a weird way, um, mm-hmm. because Tommy always like burdened himself in like a weird way as the Green Ranger, and right. you know, also lack he, of footage. Yeah. <laughs> well, and also too, Tommy was always limited in what he could do because he had powers. Yeah. Like he started losing his powers pretty quickly after he joined the team. So it's it's interesting yeah. to see, especially after season two when Tommy didn't, Tommy wasn't able to fight like he could have yeah and so the white ranger powers was like a lease on life for him yeah so. and I just I, I i really i liked it again like i think the fact that it was like it's so easily a lesser writer would have made it more about like oh you're my girlfriend's ex-boyfriend kind of thing and that would have played into this and it's really more about these just two guys like you know one having a lot of baggage and the other being like you know don't put this on me that is yeah. your trauma uh, I really, I really like that. I'm excited too that once this kind of next event kind of starts getting that Green Ranger as part of the team, because that's really what we've not had so far. Uh, we've had them team up, but like I'm, I'm really excited to see him as part of this kind of functional Ranger team. Mm-hmm. For sure, and kind of what that does. I, I'm always worried like when they're gonna take that away from us. Yeah. And I'm hoping they keep Matt around as long as possible because I really yeah. do think having him 
there makes an interesting dynamic. Yeah, for sure. Even better if they just decide to move forward with their own canon and then we get Ninja Quest with Matt involved. Yeah, I, I love, they would love just deviate. Deviate as fully as you want and do whatever you want. You can, like, this is comic books. We can always reset. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I, I am excited. Um, I do, so upcoming comics, you know, Power Rangers number 12 will come out next week on the 13th of October. And then next month, we'll have Mighty Morphin 13 and uh, Power Rangers 13, obviously, in November. But also, if you're collecting the deluxe editions of the comic books that come out, Necessary Evil Part 1's deluxe edition will release on November 16th. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I will caution people who are kind of, you know, really avid about knowing news and, you know, looking at solicitations when they release. Ryan has gone on record and said hey if you want to remain unspoiled for the eltarian war it's best to not look at solicitations for the next couple months Mm -hmm. so if you are trying to remain unspoiled probably a wise idea to not follow like the boom studios account maybe even soft block them and mute them yep um you know just make sure like if you really need to stay as like fresh as possible maybe don't look at those kind of keep those hidden or avoid them as much as possible because mm-hmm. uh, it's impossible sometimes uh but you know just kind of a thing to keep in mind going forward but you know next month we'll officially launch the Altarian war event um and i'm sure that will go through at least four to six issues could be longer yeah uh, but I'm, I'm excited to see kind of the impact of this and what it does you know, once we get outside of it, what it does for not only the Mighty Morphin team, but like the Omega Ranger team as well. Uh, because we know in their book, they're dealing with a, a lot. <laughs> That's, yeah. Um, but yeah, really excited. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts on the comics? I think it's great. If you still have not picked these up yet, what are you doing? Exactly. So. Uh, definitely get on board read them enjoy them you know join the discussion (laughs) yes but um with that that'll actually wrap up our show for this week um if you're interested in contacting us you can reach us via email at maythepowerpod at gmail.com feel free to send comments suggestions you know topic ideas you know things you want to hear you know tell us what we're doing great tell us what we're doing bad you know or if you're interested in coming on as a guest host we're always happy to have people reach out to us there Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to reach us on social media, you can find us on Twitter at MayThePowerPod. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you want to contact me, you can find me on most social media at Punk. And where can they find you, Kevin? You can find me on Twitter at BridgeMT3, on Twitch at BridgeMT, and on TikTok mm-hmm. at BridgeMT3000. Yes, and go follow him for some very good Power Ranger themed TikToks. <laughs> or other random ones. I did a Kingdom Hearts one this oh, morning. Yeah. So Yeah. But you know, come for the Power Rangers, stay for everything else. <laughs> true. True, true, true. <laughs> you know, and like we do each episode, we want to say thank you for listening to us. You know, we're happy that you come to listen to us rant and talk about these uh Power Ranger topics. We're always happy to do this. We're excited to get on the microphone and do it. Uh, but with that as always, may, may the, the power, power protect you. you.